Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that would make me Mike with an intro from Phil Collins. Thank you, Phil. Not I'm Phil Matt. Collin, the super buff and strange guitarist for uh, Def Leppard who never wears a shirt and all of a sudden now is like fucking Hercules looking, even though he's probably like 70. I'm <laughs> talking about the, you know, the drummer from Genesis. Yes, that's who I thought you meant. Uh, <laughs> I pictured you wearing a pair of wraparound shades when, when that uh, drum fill came in. How did you good. know? I just, that's what I pictured. It felt very Are you watching 80s. watching me right now? Yeah. I yeah, mean, I always wondered, there's a series of holes in the ceiling directly above where I record at, and I always thought that it was Ceiling Cat uh, watching me, you know, waiting for me to masturbate, but I don't I don't do that in this space. It's just a little too, there's too much, there's too busy in here. I'd, afraid, I'd be afraid that I'd, I'd accidentally jizz on something I didn't want to. Yeah, so, sure. So, uh, you know... I so so you're you you've got a device hidden in in one of these. Oh, that explains a lot. Mm. Well, that would be very hard for me to do, considering <laughs> I've never been in that room. So you say we've not been in the same room every second of the time you've been in my house. So <laughs> perhaps you uh, perhaps you uh, dispatched some some robots here when I oh. wasn't looking that are like fly or mosquito shaped. So I would, I would notice them and be annoyed, but not be, be put off to the fact that perhaps they were installing things in places, nanobots, if you will. And I if you won't, I will. I can't even afford to get my car inspected. And you expect <laughs> me to have government level nanobots with cameras well, built into them. I just don't know where, where I don't think that's where my priorities lie. Oh, man. I tell you what, if I could have nanobots with cameras in them, I would. To invade people's pro uh, privacy? No, 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 no. No, more like so that I could um, really feed my own paranoia of what people are doing outside my house all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have them like, like I'd fucking every square inch of my property. I'd be able to see the border like the entire way, you know, between myself and my parents, and then my my neighbor and my other neighbors and everything. Where like nothing could happen without me instantly knowing about it. Well, you need to hook it up to a neural network and then wire that into your head, and you'll become oh, like yeah. the, the. Or you could just have a compound like the Monarch from Venture Brothers. <laughs> You know, it's funny. When you said a neural network, I immediately thought of Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I thought of me being like this weird brain thing on the, yeah. on the chest of uh, and like stomach of this strange gummy looking, you know, <laughs> large pink amorphous blob of a, of a of a of a humanoid. So I got to wonder about. Not to completely gloss over that, which it feels like I just did, and I didn't mean to. Um, I feel like you did, I mean, but it's cool. I don't like to make fun of my paranoia either, so. Um, I always wonder, like, with insects with co compound eyes, for example. Um, mm -hmm. do When I, I'm looking through my two eyes, because I'm privileged in that way, and 
I you got four eyes, was, motherfucker. Don't even tell me you got two eyes. <laughs> no, that was that was a terribly that was a terrible joke, is what that was. That was an awful joke. I apologize for that. I don't apologize. I'm gonna own that shit because I wear I wear glasses uh, in certain uh, instances as well. Well, that's not what I meant. I meant that I said that I, I have privilege by having <laughs> two eyes. Like that's really insensitive to say. <laughs> but <laughs> I said it to myself too. But um, yeah, so I, I I don't notice other than the presence of my nose. I don't notice a discontinuation from one eye to the other. In my field of vision, it's one contiguous thing with different focal points, right? Mm -hmm. So I picture that's what a fly sees is this weird mass where it can focus in on different spots individually. So can you, can you picture that? Like, like how fucked up is that um, to, to have like that? Or imagine having that kind of 360 degree dome vision, like the Google street cameras, yeah, it, it really feels to me like uh, like one of those massive um, uh, scoreboards at like an arena or something yeah. like that, where it's made up of a bunch of smaller, you know, screens and everything. That would be wild. But they've never like whenever I've I've seen a representation of a bug's vision, they've always shown it as being just uh, almost like separate camera lenses where they're seeing, you know. Fucking a hundred of the same thing, just over and over and over again. Right. I think right. that would be that would be maddening to try to look at. I don't think that's how it works. I think that's the best visual representation they can put on television of it. You, you need do to they, actually. Do they have the you know the 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 um, neurological ability to to process things like that. I mean, you know, they fly. They only live for like two days, and they eat shit. I don't. I, I don't. Not to say well, that that has anything to do with their neural capacity, but I, I, you know. I think it's probably more like the, the eyes are an extension of the of the brain. Of so, the soul. Uh, so, yeah. um, <laughs> no, they're literally part of the brain. So, I would think that that might be a very sophisticated neural network right within the eye that does its own thinking. There's no like we need answers. Yeah, I we really do need some answers to this. I wish that some. I wish we had a wider audience so someone could, uh, you know, educate me on this kind of shit. Like, hey, somebody we don't for, have for enough the listeners that yet. We do have. Well, we don't have Did enough you know listeners. About this? We don't have enough listeners yet for someone to call us out and be like, "You're wrong. What the fuck's wrong with you? You're stupid." Hey, hey, I'm challenging those of you that, that do listen to to prove him wrong. Yeah. You you send us that information at dembeans.biz or storytime with Tom and Mike at gmail.com? That's correct. Why? Well, see, I said it like it was a question. I knew all along that I was right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's time for me to be obnoxious yeah oh wait i wasn't doing that all along no no you're always obnoxious i thought so that's all right at least i'm, I'm consistent right. <sighs> i just wonder so, what it'd be like to have like 360 vision though you know what i mean where it's one contiguous band of of perception that you would have that kind of like be able to see the whole way around that your peripheral vision just goes the whole way back 
Like I would think that for somebody like myself, and I know you also have issue with sensory overload. Oh yeah. To, to especially in places that are, I mean, sensory overload. Like in in for me, even like right now in my house, if I could see and hear everything that was going on in a 360 degree area, I would probably. I'd be like, I, I don't think I could close my eyes fast enough and hold my ears <laughs> fast enough because it would it'd be too much to take in. Could you imagine like being at a mall and being able to see 360 degrees and have your hearing amplified and your sense of smell and taste and everything amplified? I think my fucking head would explode. Oh, well, I mean, if you're including all those other senses, yeah, I mean, this is the 360 alone. I mean, it'd be hellishly disorienting. I imagine it'd be yeah. like having a bad trip or something, but um, I don't I don't know if you'd have oh, all those. To the I guess if would be t- uh, actually now I think about depending on what kind of substance are substance you were on, you would experience like enhanced uh, perception of hearing or altered uh, perception of hearing. Uh, and Ugh. probably taste and smell as well. So, I mean, you know, there was one time when I did salvi- Salvia Divinorum that music bit me. It <laughs> chomped me up. It bit. It, it chewed me up. It was really strange. It was like being chewed up by the gears of a machine, only it was just heavy metal music. Well, I yeah. mean, if you were going to get chewed up by anything, that is... That is the one to get chewed up by. For sure, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I found it to be very reactive to music. So, like, depending on what you were listening to when you would use it, it would it would have different effects. Like, some music kind of felt healing, and some felt mm. like an ordeal. And it was just a matter of, and, you know, some of it ate, tried to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I, I would love to, to delve more into that area because I know that, that music in general, um, you know, invokes, I mean, for me, uh, music is like, uh, I don't know, probably, uh, I don't watch a ton of TV. I probably stimulate myself more with either playing music or trying to play music or learn it and or listening to music that's like probably literally 80% of my of my entertainment regardless of what I'm doing is is music and I know that it, it invokes very strong feelings and emotions and and when it, you know I couldn't literally say the music bit me but I could say that you know certain kinds of metal and everything absolutely do you know kind of kind of take hold and, and grab onto you and then there's other stuff that just kind of flows around you and everything it'd be it'd be it's cool to, to think of it that way. What were you going to say? I I was going to say, I, I know that you've never done cannabis. No. Um, um, I, I don't know uh, how you would react to it in its various forms, but it would be interesting to see what you perceived music to be like under the influence of it. Because one of the, the things, one of the better things about cannabis is its tendency to enhance things like music. Um, it, you just notice... Thing, notes between the notes sort of which is not exactly true it, it's more like you notice subtler elements of the song that you hadn't mm-hmm. really noticed before you you feel more in tune with the, the music itself 
um, it just sounds fucking awesome. I don't know how any how any other way to describe it. It it just swarms around you like the way it normally does. Mm-hmm. It's ten times more than that. I'd be like, it blew my fucking mind. Um, now, given that, I know that you have a tendency towards anxiety, so I wouldn't oh, yeah. want to tell you to just smoke some pot, you know, without having you talk to your doctor first. I mean, that's something between you and your doctor, I think. Because I've thought about it you don't many want to a fuck time. Around, you don't want to make the, the wrong choice and end up, oh, fuck, I, I don't know what I smoked. You know what I mean? Like, you want to have... The street stuff, not street stuff. You want to have the medicinal marijuana. It's safe. You know, it's regulated. That's, in my opinion, the only way you can go anymore. I know a Mm -hmm. lot of people who feel otherwise, but you don't know what you're getting with street. I went to the fabric store uh, just uh, yesterday, or was it today? No, I think... think no, it was today, and um, and and I had um, all of the older ladies just fawning over me because I was talking about doing embroidery, hand embroidery, and uh, and sewing and stuff. That that's <laughs> hardcore. That's hardcore. Yeah, that's right. You know. Yeah. So so you know a lot about drug trade then, for sure, mm-hmm. because because of your 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 hardcore um, sewing naturally. I mean, when, when you spend as much time around no-pill fleece and things as I do, I mean, whoo, you'd be surprised the corners of society and the areas in the dark that you get drug into. Yeah, I imagine so. I'm going to so. tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, well, um, it's, I have true. been to my fair share of bingo halls, my friend. I know. Oh, hey. I know. I don't. I don't fucking play with bingo. That shit's oh, even just wanna... a little bit too. That's that's a little too, you know. It's bloodthirsty. No, yeah. I'm not oh. kidding, dude. I'm I'm not kidding either. I, I I went to a couple of like bingo nights, uh, like fire hall bingo. You know, people not are like, insane. They are. Wow, dude. You want to talk about being hardcore into something, man? I thought there was gonna be a a, a wicked fight. Between all these old ladies, <laughs> like there's all these old ladies, like women, women who who are probably in their 60s to 80s or somewhere in that range. Probably not even as young as 60. I would say at a minimum, probably 70. And they're all in there, packed in there in their little hen's nests. You I've, know, actually, I've actually been there. I know. Yeah, and some of them have brought their husbands, and the husbands are sort of politely, sort of like, "Hello, everyone," you know. But <laughs> and I'll, I'll go get the hot dogs at, at intermission. I'll go, "Hon, do you want some chips? Some chips? Okay, oh, they have apple good cider. Ch- it's in season." Oh yeah, I'll get the apple cider. I think I'll have the pink lemonade tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> go a little crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a little crazy tonight. You know, we're getting <laughs> wild. But um. Yeah, you go there and and everyone's like, I want the the double bingo and I want this and I want that and I want six cards and I want I'm gonna buy seven different color markers even though I have like a purse full of them, and <laughs> you know they have all this stuff and these big mats and you pay for it all and it doesn't cost a lot, you know what I mean? What would he probably put down about twenty bucks at the most? Um, I don't even think it's that much. 
And I, I would I would doubt it. Yeah, I think uh, from what I recall, yeah, it was never it was never that much. But like there was people that would women that would well women or men that would have, you know, like a number of cards in front of them that I'd be like, how. How do you, you not track make it? mistakes? Like, how do you keep track of this? Because I am physically incapable of doing this. We could tie this right back in. Maybe if I had 360-degree vision, I could do this. But uh, right now, I just can't. It's too many numbers. There you go. I yeah, feel like I, fucking Rain Man for a minute there, just repeating numbers and letters and it not making <laughs> sense to me. But, you know. I think you'd be benefited by the additional arms and hands as well to, to help pr- <laughs> pr- deal, deal with that task. Yeah, I don't understand how they that. do it that, but they're so focused. And I remember one woman said something, and this other woman said, you don't have bingo, you stupid bitch. I was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit! Shit's going down in the grade school auditorium. I got a fucking pair of darning needles in my purse, and I'll jab them right into your fucking neck, you stupid <laughs> cunt! <laughs> I'm gonna go Just, ahead and knit your brain a cozy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I felt like I. So I'm with, of course, I'm with friends. I'm, I'm joking around. So I'm like, like, oh man, this is kind of like. I'm gonna tribally gang mark myself with this 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 ink stick. Like, let them know I've I'm in, I'm indoctrinated, so they don't try to jump me. I'm like, no, I'm with the I'm with the uh, the knitters, yo. You know, it's like put something on my arm, like a like a jail tattoo to sort of identify myself. But I couldn't figure out if anyone actually did that. So <laughs> you know, it would have been cool to have some kind of like affiliation, like a faction affiliation, while I was in there to sort of cover my ass. If, if you're a lady, you get a shawl that's a specific color and has a design on it. And uh, yeah. if you're a guy, it's probably a, a sweater vest. Yeah, or like a – and there's like a probably a brooch that, that is worn by the, the – like the matriarch of the group oh, or whatever. Yeah. That's a good – that's a good call. I don't know if you can hear my cat or not. I have one of my females is in heat right now. Uh, this is why this is why everybody should spay or neuter because um, it's like like if when people were horny and they just went around and were like oh I want to get laid oh god ah like yeah. all day screaming it that's exactly what this is like it you is know, there, it is hell there are people who do that they just do it on the <laughs> internet well thankfully I don't have to listen to them. <laughs> But uh, they get, this one here definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. They they go on to like OnlyFans or something and be like fall in love with the girl <laughs> on OnlyFans. And, like, and I I have this girl here that is clearly clearly out of my league and completely unattainable. And I'm gonna pine after her and buy her things on here. And then maybe yeah. she'll send me some personal photographs, even though that's what I paid for. I'll pretend yeah. in my heart of hearts that she really has a thing for me. You know, and for one only twelve, I will travel to Norway and meet her. For only twelve hundred dollars a week, she'll do the girlfriend experience with me, where she'll text oh, me in yeah. the morning, in the evening, and she'll do a video and send it to me of her masturbating while saying my name. It's great, and it's she's great. definitely not saying it to every other Tom. No, <laughs> it's no, just no. me. 
Yeah, she doesn't keep that on file for other Toms. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's new every time. You know, I you know <laughs> I actually from Reddit and my time on Reddit, I do know a couple of sellers, and they're not like that. But it's fun to make fun because right now there is a lot of that going around. Like this, the the selling. The market for that stuff is enormous, more than it's ever been before, because now, because of stuff like OnlyFans. It's all because of coronavirus. Yeah, really. It's everyone's bored. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. $3.50 a week uh, to watch some chick take her clothes off or some dude take his clothes off or a couple fuck or or whatever. I mean, uh, you know, you're you're still going to get away cheaper than you would for a date probably. And you don't even have to leave the comfort of your um, your computer room if you have one. And ultimately, it's a service that harms no one. Except, yeah. you know, I mean, except maybe if you're in a relationship with someone and then depending on the structure of your relationship, that might be considered a betrayal. But it depends, you know, I know that Jennifer would be very, very unhappy with me if I started paying someone to, to send oh, yeah. me pornographic pictures. She'd be like, that's too personal. That's weird. It's creepy. And I would agree with her. It is kind of weird and creepy. But there are lots of people who do it, and, and they're making these uh, people who, who sell the products quite wealthy. I would I would probably end up with my um, the head of my penis uh, super glued to my asshole if I did something like that. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. just thinking out loud, you know, <laughs> that's probably what I would wake up to, and I would have no right. idea how it happened and me not waking up. But uh, ultimately, that would be the one time I would sleep super soundly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all the times, what a horrible way to wake up, God. That would, yeah, that would be terrible. Like, uh, you know, like, oh, I gotta go down and take a leak, and I don't know how I wouldn't notice it beforehand, but I'd end up being like, why do I feel like I'm inflating my ass with pee? This is strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's I, enough of that. <laughs> yeah, that's enough of that. So today, my mom sent uh, you and I this really strange news story. Um, so what was this on, like Route 22 in in Lee? No, in in Northumberland County. I don't think it was 22. It was I think it was some some numbers. I don't remember. I don't believe it was 22. But either way, you know, yeah. and I probably think it one was, of the more th- bizarre traffic stories. County. Yeah, Northampton County. Yeah, Hampton, Northampton. Um, Northampton. Yeah, yeah, right down near near Allentown. It's right? above Southampton, and yeah. uh, it's kind of in between East and West Hampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like Allen. It's like not. Yeah, it's like uh, Allentown and like Easton in that area. So anyway, um, this box truck hit a couch that was just <laughs> chilling in the middle of the fucking road. Somebody and, uh, parked their couch in the middle of the highway and uh, proceeded to immediately get hit by another vehicle. And then the, the box van just caught fire like and while no one was <laughs> killed and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. And I'm not laughing at the circumstances, but I am sort of like my like my mom said, it reminds me of those episodes of The Simpsons where something will just catch fire randomly. And I'm like, yeah, I, I do picture like this 
thing hitting the couch and the couch and the fucking thing both just catching on fire. Um, And that got us to thinking that maybe this was just a gasoline soaked couch. Yeah. You know, and why not? I still stand by what I said. Uh, about you, that being about uh, about the uh, what the, what exactly did you say? You said something to the effect of uh, of delivering my gasoline soaked couch to my grandma's or something like that. Yeah, that's definitely going to be right. the name of an album in the future for me. Yeah, <laughs> I thought gasoline soaked couch really made a, an excellent uh, band name. Also, that does that that is a good band name. But I'm just picturing this couch that for some reason just been sitting on a porch forever. Uh, or sitting in a garage and oil and, and gasoline have saturated into it and it's like one lit cigarette away from a bonfire and ah. for some reason they're to- they're towing it somewhere and so I mean I talked to my mom a little bit about a little bit on the phone afterwards and we happened to talk about it and I was like I guess it's possible like someone had a box another box fan like a U-Haul and didn't properly latch the back i can totally see some idiot doing that not reading the instructions not fucking latching the back correctly it flips open the couch goes out onto the thing and because they're inexperienced non-truck drivers they don't even notice that they just hear a big bang and go that's how human cadavers end up all over the highway yeah yeah so because of what because of the idiocy of of someone who's rented a truck and doesn't know what the fuck they're doing Yes, I think that's how it happened. Wasn't that movie with Charlie Sheen where he and um, oh, Swanson, Christy Swanson, were in the car the entire time? Wasn't that called The Chase or something like that? I know and, the movie, and, and I can't remember. I don't remember the like, name of and it. And like at one point, the, there's a box truck from this uh, like medical supply place, and it opens up, and cadavers that are that are permafrozen just start falling out of the inside of it, and <laughs> and people running over them, and they're splitting them in half, and shit's flying everywhere. That's what I you made rem- me think of there. That's you know. I don't remember that particular scene. That's well, weird. you'll have to you'll have to look that up because I do remember it because it's when the cops are chasing him and there's fucking bodies flying all over the place. <laughs> when the cops are chasing him, that's literally the entire movie. So yeah, yes, I, I just I, I helped you out there. Yeah, you really narrowed it down. And Mike. I gotta say, I think Christy the... Swanson looks super hot in that movie. I'm Charlie not gonna. Sheen. I'm not mm. gonna deny. Lucky yeah. some bitch. Um, I, I was going to say this was the way I envisioned the whole couch thing going down. So these people have this couch that when they moved into this place that they're renting was on the porch all along. And they thought, I'm so fucking tired of that smelly, dirty couch, you know, attracting raccoons and other animals in the night that sit outside and scratch up our scratch on our windows and stuff and and steal snacks that we leave sitting out and everything because that's what everybody does right i leave my snacks outside and um so they were like we're gonna burn it and they doused it in gasoline and they thought wait a second i i i can't I, I can't do this here. I'm going to have to take in this thing somewhere else and burn it. So they put it on a trailer and it was, they're driving along and their, their vehicle backfired and a spark flew out and caught it on fire. And they were just like, Oh, we better get rid of this. So they just stopped and dumped it off the trailer and took off. See, the thing was, it was already on fire before the accident happened. Hmm. And people were so mesmerized by the flame, mesmerized. I don't know why I said that weird. Mesmerized by the flames that they just ran into it. Hmm. 
Yeah, I just rewrote I guess, the whole story. I guess that works. I guess that works. <laughs> uh, For some reason. I, I'm just, you know, like I wonder always whenever I hear about like a, a hit and run crash or something like that, the thing that always makes me wonder is why they ran, you know, especially if it's a minor fender bender. Because you hear about like, oh, yeah, this guy tapped my bumper and pulled over and said, hey, you all right? Yeah, there's no damage. I'm out of here. And they'd be like, we can't exchange insurance. No, no, fuck you. And they just take off. And like, I've heard about people who are like, yeah, yeah, don't call the cops. We'll just handle this internally. Oh, and yeah. Like, I've, I've actually I've actually seen that, you know, heard people say that. So and it's like, what are you trying to avoid? Exactly. A police report protects you if you are not in the fault and not at fault. You know, the insurance the company makes the is, determination, not the state. I was going to say, shitty insurance companies that, uh, you know, will take the opportunity to raise your rates for for literally no reason. Like, insurance is one of those things like that. You pay into it and pay into it and pay into it. And most of us don't use it, knock on wood. Um, you know, so they're just making money hand over fist. And sure. then the first time you screw up, hey, guess what? Your rates are going to go up. So I can understand the thought process there. But the thing of like doing a hit and run is that nine times out of ten, somebody saw your license plate or your vehicle and somebody knows you. And when you get busted for fleeing the scene of an accident and so forth, it's a lot worse Mm. than your insurance rate getting hiked because you will get arrested and like all sorts of other things. So, you know, think think twice. Think yeah, twice. you're going to get extra charges added on to whatever happened. You might, you know what, even if you're driving without a license, driving under suspended license, driving an unregistered car, any of that shit is mm-hmm. not as bad as evading arrest or yeah. failing to report. That Failing to report's a big deal. Um, you can be fined pretty heftily for it. So, yeah, at least in the state of Pennsylvania. But... Um, yeah, there it's just don't be stupid when it comes to law. Don't be stupid. Don't be like, oh, I'm sure I won't get caught because there's a good chance you will. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a I'm the one that always number. will get caught. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's called instant karma, dude. You know, and, and instant karma is one of these things where it's like when you're sort of like for whatever reason, maybe because you have a guilty conscience already, maybe because you are a little more spiritually awake than others, for whatever reason, you tend to get punished instantly for shit that other people get away with for years. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't know what it is. It's like other people just have this natural ability to just be shits and get away with it forever. And someone like you or I, who's pretty moral and, and pretty you know, diligent about being, doing the right thing for themselves, for their family, Mm -hmm. for everybody makes a fucking stupid mistake. And we end up being like, Oh shit. Yep. Uh, so I decided to run that red light. Yeah. You know what? Not only did I get pulled over, I got a fucking point on my license for it. Yeah. That's just the way it's going to go. I know that about myself. So I don't fucking run red lights. And then that one time you do, you know, you get (laughs) fucked for it. I'm always the guy, and this is the way I've always been, uh, with the exception of that that time that uh, we pulled over the highway behind the Kmart that time, and the cop pulled us over even though the school bus did it right in front of me, and I was like, 
the school bus did it right in front of me. Why didn't you ticket them? And he's like, yeah, well, really? if the school bus drove off a cliff, would you, you know, like that that asshole uh, response. But I'm always the guy that as soon as the cop walks up to my window, I know what I did. I've got my license, registration, insurance in my hand, and I'm handing it to them, and they're like, do you? And I'm like, no, I know what I did. <laughs> I know exactly what I did. So yeah. let's just – Let's just get it over with. <laughs> Sally Struthers. Do you want to make more money? Sure. Of course we all we do. All do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember, oh. <laughs> I remember, so I, I can't remember who it was. Um, Let's call him. Oh, yeah, I know who it was. Uh, let's say his name is Nathan. So Nathan was at my house one time and we were like a bunch of us were there. We were flipping through porno mags and he was ah, looking yes. at the ads in the back, which are always, of course, the best part about a porno magazine. Usually, yeah, because you get to see some of the freakiest shit in the back there. Well, also, they were unintentionally hilarious or sometimes intentionally hilarious. You know, like, uh-huh. especially the the want ads that you'd get in there. But, yeah, there was one that said, want to get laid? 1-800-whatever-whatever. And he goes, do you want to get laid? Of course. We all do. And <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking funny just to imagine, <laughs> you know, Sally Struthers uh, sort of laying in repose waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, helping you, helping you to get laid. I mean, that, that would be a useful... That would be a useful thing. I don't know that mail correspondence would, would get it done, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I wonder yeah. how old Sucks. she is now. She's got to be, like, 700. I'm going to guess. Uh, all right. Let's put a – Let's. is she alive? That's the other question. Uh, I'm going to say, yes, she's alive, and I'm going to guess her age. And I – Again, my my phone is on airplane, so I can't I can't look it up. And you know how my laptop is; I can look something up and do this at the same time. Right. Uh, I'm gonna say that she is eighty eighty one. I'm gonna say she's alive and she is seventy six. Mm. She dun, is seventy three yeah. years old and she is currently alive. Wow, way we were both way off. I just remember yeah. looking super old in those commercials back in the day. Yeah, I guess maybe she's just has one of those faces that never looked young. Yeah, I, I remember. Of, I mean, she was she was a fox. You know, well, am I thinking of Suzanne Summers? Yeah, I think that's who I'm thinking of when I say she was uh, a fox. I, Never mind. I'm finding some old pictures of her from like when she was in her twenties and thirties that are pretty nice. She looks pretty nice. They're like those, but, uh, daguerreotype ones from like the 1860s. No, she's not. <laughs> Jeez, man. You know, my mom, my, my dad is 73, right? Like, <laughs> I don't mean any disrespect for you to your dad. <laughs> I'm just saying though, that she hasn't, well, that's so mean. We, we're being awful here. It must have been very hard for him to sit that long for his high school senior picture. I mean, it took, what, literally like an hour for that thing to set? Oh, man. Oh, you're just silly. Don't stop being silly, you son of a fuck. <laughs> you son of a fuck. Hey, 
I want to talk about something very special today. I had, and this could be a continuation of a trend in my life, but I had a very memorable um, uh, time with some squirrels. Nothing sexual when I say memorable time, but just uh, my parents have several sheds on their property, and one of them uh, we use kind of as a little workshop area. And the squirrels have decided that they want to live in there um, also. And uh, we have boxes of things, and, and they like to get into them, and then they have babies. And it smells absolutely fucking dreadful in there uh, at times. And uh, I do my best. I go in there every time I open the door up, and I stomp my feet and go, ah, squirrels, ah, you know, and, and get them all riled up. And usually they just run away. But today I had two very plucky squirrels that decided that they were going to mouth me. So they're chattering and making all these noises. So I had a broom with me, and I was kind of poking at them with them to try to get them to go out. And um, it was um, it was quite the quite the, the the scene. If you had been listening to it from outside and couldn't see what was going on, it sounded like I was probably getting mauled by a couple of squirrels today. <laughs> <laughs> Those squirrels wanted to fuck my shit up. And I'm waiting for the day because my mom says this all the time that one of them jumps off of the ledge that goes around the bottom of the, the where the roof and the walls attach and uh, just attaches itself to my face. And I come screaming out with a squirrel fucking just ripping the shit out of me. I hope that I hope that day doesn't come. But um, that was that was my special moment with nature today. Um. Not even what did five that minutes. Remind me? What did that <laughs> remind me of? Oh, um, when my brother and I were kids, uh, when we were younger, and he was still living in my parents' house, so this would have put me at about, I want to say I was 13 or 14, probably 14. And uh, my brother lived in the attic room at that point, and I lived mm-hmm. in one of the second-story rooms. And uh, he comes downstairs one night. He's like, Tom, 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 help. And there's a bat in his room. And he's like, I'm like, oh, shit. And uh, these bats would get into his room all the time because we just had a drop ceiling in there. And they would get in under the eaves and they would walk around on top mm-hmm. of the the phone. I remember, like, chunk, yeah. chunk, 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 chunk. And then they would get out and eventually they would get out somehow and they would fly around the room and that'd be a huge pain in the ass. So as we're downstairs, the bat zooms over our head and down this down to the front to the bottom of the house. And 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 is now flapping around mindlessly panicking in the in the on the first floor of the house. My brother and I like we run out to the garage and we just grab all the sports equipment that my, that had been collected between the three of us, my sister, Street my brother and I. sticks and tennis rackets and baseball gloves. Everything, yeah. Goalie masks, masks. You name it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Football helmets, whatever we could find. And we put all this shit on and we go back in the house and I think Kurt had like a net and a broom and I had a, a pool strainer. And a fucking a fucking tennis racket or something. I don't know. And we're like trying to smack this thing out of the air and we're running all around and we're like, oh, fuck, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. And we have the front door wide open. So bugs are probably flying in by the thousands. Oh, yeah. Possibly a bird or two, maybe a vagrant. 
Yeah. But, you know, we're trying to chase the damn thing out because we've gotten it out of the house before by that way. But this time we finally caught it in a bag. We, we get it in a trash bag. We take the trash bag outside. He sprayed it full of raid till the can was empty. Oh. Closed, closed the bag off, put it in another bag, closed that off in a box and taped the box shut. We left it on the porch for five fucking days. Finally, my dad's like, all right, I'm sick of this goddamn box and we got to bury this, 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 this bat. And so he goes to open up the box. He opens up the box. He opens up the bag. The second bag, he opens it up and the fucking bat goes... And it had right superpowers now. No, it just was pissed off and it flew away, but it flew right up in my dad's face. And my dad goes by the old adage that a bat will instantly give you rabies and kill you. Oh, yeah. Like, And it's a reasonable, I mean, rabies, there are rabies carriers. Um, they're not the most rabid animals, relatively speaking, because they're not land animals. Usually it's land animals. Conservatives are. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, so they're uh, they're not the most rabid species, but it's still a concern. But anyway, now my dad has a phobia of bats. <laughs> I think having one fly towards your face can do something like that. I would think now, so. Yeah, now now out where I, I grew up in a, in a more, uh, you know, rural section of, uh, of the area we live in and – I never really had too much uh, interaction with them besides that I knew that when it got to be dusk every night during the summer especially, you'd see them zipping around, grabbing bugs and stuff. And I knew that if you threw rocks up in the air, they would chase them. Uh-huh. So I've we never, used to I didn't that. know that. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you throw rocks up in the air and they catch it with their sonar, they will dart and fly after it, which is kind of funny because I guess if you really wanted to, you could kind of throw rocks up in the air above somebody and the bat would probably fly right at them and scare the shit out of them. I really didn't. <laughs> I really true. didn't do that when we were kids, but I guess you probably could. I remember being at a friend's house. This was only like maybe two summers ago and it was getting late. <laughs> And all of a sudden, all these bats go flying into this chimney. And they're just like, like, it was almost like the chimney was a vacuum cleaner. Like, <laughs> and all like, like, like there had to have been like 50, 60 bats flew down this chimney. And it was, it was like, it was like something out of the movie Pitch Black. It was really bizarre and mm. a little haunting, you know, like, like. That's a lot of bats. To think, that's a shit ton of bats. Like all the bats in the neighborhood were living in this guy's chimney and probably they never, you know, I mean, probably the chimney was just inert, like, like they didn't have the fireplace open at all. Yeah. They probably yeah. had the flu shut and they never used it at all, especially not during the summer. But I don't think yeah, I've ever seen them nobody, use their yeah. chimney because I've never well, seen smoke coming out of it. You know well, what I mean? There is a tree trimming business around here that uh, is owned, or I guess originally was started by a couple that is now uh, much older, and they have uh, a house where their uh, hot water and everything else comes from from a boiler that is wood fired, and they run the stuff you know all year round, which is crazy to go by their place like in fucking august when it's 105 degrees outside and see smoke coming out of the chimney <laughs> that's 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 like the that's like the most you know the strangest thing 
where I'm like, oh, God, it must be so ungodly hot in that fucking room. But I guess if it's if it's more of a dry heat and not so much of a humid heat, it's probably more tolerable than it is outside at that point. So hmm. who knows? I don't know. I mean, it's not like the, the humidity around it isn't heating things up. I would imagine it'd be uncomfortable either way. Yeah. I've always wondered about that dry heat thing. That that is that is there any truth to that? Like, oh, it's easier to deal with. I can tell you that from working around uh, hospitality um, and being around big kitchens, that the heat inside of a kitchen where you've got lots of cooking operations going on and and you know steam and everything else that it is a lot worse in that environment than it is. Uh, in in like a dry area, in my opinion. Well, give me an example of a drier area then. Uh, I I mean, it, it, at times like that, if you walked outside and it wasn't a really humid day, it's you know, it that would be the difference. Like it's like fucking super humid, and that's what it's okay. like stifling. It's stifling in those areas. Whereas if it's not really that humid outside, if you've only got like you know. 40% humidity or something like that. It's not terrible, but in yeah. there, it's always like, you know, the fucking, uh, uh, hobo's underwear on a hot day. You know, that's exactly what it's like in there all the time. And you know what I'm I talking guess, about when I say I that. I guess now that, I guess now that I think about it, you're probably right. It probably is worse for someone who is in a highly humid area. As especially opposed to because someone most, who is not. You know, they all have to wear long pants and aprons, and they usually have long sleeves on if you value your skin mm-hmm. on your arms at all. You know, you have you have that stuff on, too. So, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how the hell they do it, because I would always say that, like, I don't envy you guys in the least. Because even if it was an area that had air conditioning on, if it was a small enough kitchen, they may have the air conditioning on in there. But even still, it was, you know, it was still not comfortable in there. <laughs> I don't think people fully appreciate how difficult a job working in food service is when you are, uh, you know, a cook or a chef, etc. That it mm-hmm. is like all enveloping, extremely demanding and difficult and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking insane. Oh my god, I could I could probably spend a half an hour talking about my. Uh, the time that I spent in that kitchen and some of the things that I had to do on a daily basis. I was a runner for at one point for the, the lunch rush. That was mm-hmm. a thankless job. Just constantly moving stuff back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You couldn't keep up with it. It was nonstop. <clears throat> no a lot thanks. of times Yeah, and I was I'd take like the service elevator up and down, up and down. It was it was awful. On days when we had like fried chicken or something like that, it went so fast. I wouldn't get any. Like, if it were my lunch, I was like, I'd have to ask them to, like, set me aside some of this and that, and it wouldn't even be hot by the time I got to it. I'd have to microwave it in the kitchen. It was bullshit. But that was, (laughs) like, that was just (laughs) the price you paid for having to run that specific task. You know, other times I got to work the food line and just serve people food, and that wasn't too bad. You know, it was like, hey, what do you want? Here you go. What do you want? Here you go. Ta-da. You know, nice and easy. And then working the tray line, that was always fun. That's where you stand on this 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 uh, 
like um, conveyor belt thing, and you would uh, you would read out their menu and you'd say, okay, so they want this, and you'd put that on the plate, and move it on down the line. You had to move fast. It was uh, it was a little. Sometimes it got to be a bit much, and you didn't want to have them constantly stop the line for you, because then you're the asshole that's making everybody, mm-hmm. everybody's lunch a little bit shorter, as a result, <laughs> or not shorter, but rather start late. And no one wants their lunch me, to start late. You made me chuckle a little, saying when you're standing on a conveyor, like you were on a conveyor and you were moving, but everything else was staying stationary. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not gonna like wait that. the whole fucking way around there again to finish dropping the scoop of potatoes. <laughs> America's least convenient manufacturing process, the human conveyor. (laughs) But it was, uh, it was an interesting experience for sure. It has, it has moments. Um, and there were some interesting people that I worked with. I remember hearing a story about one guy who was, and this, this was like a testament to what unions can end up with. Mm-hmm. If if uh, and that was a guy who was basically unfireable because he had so much time in the union, but he was disgusting. He was he was foul. He reeked all the time. I don't think he ever showered. And ah, um, something the kind of guy I want handling my food. Yeah, and and he was one of the, like the floor delivery guys too. He was delivering the food to the patients on the floors, the sickest people, you know. The people who were actually admitted to the hospitals and the surgical intensive care units and shit. And Maybe his thought was that guys. if he was gross enough, other germs wouldn't be able to penetrate him. <laughs> I don't know. He was a <laughs> dumb. He was a dumb motherfucker too. God, he was dumb. I think I'm pretty sure he was illiterate. Um, I remember one time he shaved his mustache and every th- everybody thought his face looked like a bald pussy. <laughs> And there was this other guy named, uh, I, I can't remember his name. So instead even... of his mouth going up or side to side, it went up and down? No. No. No, no, no. Of He's got course a vertical not. smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, that's the Terminator. That's not the Terminator. That's the Predator. You're thinking of the Predator. <laughs> that was that an very... incredible impersonation. That is that is a very vaginal mouth, only with teeth, which makes me uncomfortable. It's kind of like reminds if you me mixed... of one of those horror movies where the girl has teeth in her vagina. I think there's vagina... got to be a couple movies that are like that. Yeah, vagina vagina dentata is the name of that. I don't know if that's the name of the movie, but that's the name of like that concept, I guess, of having. Yeah, I teeth don't think it's vagina. a real condition. You don't think? I, I, I doubt it, yeah. Probably be like having teeth in your anus. You could probably take a pair of those vampire teeth and put them in your pussy. Well, not in my pussy because I don't have one, but I get well, what you're not saying. not yours, but yeah, like those vampire yeah. teeth and then sort of clack them, use your kegel muscles to like open oh, them yeah. and close them. So you accidentally bite your clit. Oh, Because somehow yeah, it would, would get no down good. in between the teeth. I don't know how, but you know. I always think about how rough the edges were on those fucking vampire teeth. Yeah. Like, you cut, you'd cut slice your gums up your and gums. shit. Yeah. And yet we yeah. still, all of us, to this day, would be like, oh my god, a pair of vampire teeth, let me add them. <laughs> yeah, I know. None of them, they've never fit well, ever. Like, no. they've never gotten a pair where they fit well. 
They always just, and they, I mean, of course they didn't fit well. It's not like it's a dental appliance. You paid, you paid a buck for them. <laughs> one size fits all. Yeah, one size fits all. It does not usually apply to dental appliances. Yeah, one size fits all. It's got a hinge about an inch back, so you're talking like this. <laughs> I got. I got. I got to ask a question here. So everybody feels strongly one way or the other on this candy corn. Awesome or disgusting? Disgusting. Oh, so you, you do ride the line on that one. I do ride the line on that. Uh, I like. I them think f- the pumpkins aren't bad, but the corn itself, nah, it just doesn't do anything for me. I like the pumpkins, but it's like I like the first handful. And then after that, I, I my love of them rapidly decreases until um, until you get to the point of no return, and then and then it's gone for the year, you know. So I really feel like it's just the solidified version of drinking caro syrup. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the <laughs> thing that's about, what turns me off. Here's the thing about candies like that. I think the candies that they only bring out once a year that are unique and into themselves like not like like oh look it's a peanut butter shaped cup tastes like a shaped like a tree like that's not what i'm talking about it's i'm talking about like a peanut butter cup yeah i get what you're saying yeah. you mean like the the holidays like conversation hearts right conversation hearts and stuff like that yeah candy corn fucking even those cadbury eggs well i love like, cadbury eggs i like the first cadbury egg and then i'm, I'm like after that i'm sick of them Oh, yeah, you know? I could only eat literally, like, one of them a day at most. A day? Uh, no matter, no matter, well, yeah, I mean, no matter what kind of... I'm saying, like, if I had multiple of them and I was like, oh, I got, like, three of them, it isn't like I could wolf all three of them down in one day. No, you can't. I would probably you, end up in the hospital if I did die. that. Yeah, you would die. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, at most, I could probably eat, like, maybe one a day. Now, I they make smaller ones that are, like, caramel-filled ones and stuff. Now, those I can't make any promises for. I've sat and ate, you know, they're they're probably roughly about a half the size, maybe a third of the size of a regular one. And I could sit and wolf those things down like nothing. But uh, the regular Cadbury eggs, yeah, it's literally like they were like, hold on, let's take some sugar and put some liquid sugar in with it and then cover it with another kind of sugar. <laughs> you know, like uh, it's essentially like, yeah, um, that is like, what they did. like fucking tongue punch in the candy man's butthole. all right then wasn't expecting that i don't know i don't know it just felt right wow man wow (laughs) wow oh my god like wow you stunned me into silence (laughs) talking about punching thought boxes wow that was a terrible impersonation I can't believe you think I sound like that. Why? So I lost my fucking ATM card the other day. Yeah, yeah, you know how that goes. Nothing makes you feel more naked and vulnerable. Well, I lost it in my house. I'm sure I lost it in my house. I'm sure it fell down the cracks between something because it's not like I ever leave my house. And I remember bringing my wallet home. Hmm. I remember taking my wallet out, taking my card out. And what I think I did is I had it in the pocket of my hoodie 
and then it just fell somewhere and, and got lost. Maybe it's between the couch cushions. I don't know. Do you think maybe Simon learned how to go on to Petco and, um, you know, now you're going to suddenly have strange charges for, you know, rubber mice and fancy cat litters and such? It's entirely possible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he might get on the. He's a smart cat. He might get on the Chewy.com. Yeah, very stupid at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, which is his lot in life, I think. He's going to be a. a, Yeah, a a, He's a a smart idiot. He's, uh, yeah, for sure. Quite stirred. Yeah, so. Yeah, so of course I have to go and like. Oh yeah, this payment failed. This payment failed. Please update your payment with us. Da 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 da, and all this mm. stuff. And you know, it's just it's a huge pain in the ass. Now, what are you gonna do with all your OnlyFans subscriptions? <laughs> right? We were talking about that earlier. And, oh, you know what, man? This is a compelling story, and I feel bad for you about losing your card. But we're gonna have to save this story in its entirety for another time. Thanks for listening to Story Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. <sighs> giving it to you like I always deliver on my promises, like to get Stuart on here this week. I'm I'm sorry I didn't. You know, schedules just weren't what they were supposed to be, but I'll get him in here next week, I hope. Bye. Hey, that was the first one of those I did that wasn't gross. to learn more about Storytime with Tom and Mike, visit our website, dembeans.biz, D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z, where you'll find links to our social media presences, our other uh, web presences, as well as sort of behind-the-scenes stories and links and things like that related to episodes that you've listened to. Yeah, and it's not biz because we mean fucking business. That's right, bitches. Or 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 people, because I don't want to upset you by calling you a bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called you a bitch. It's. it's I mean, it happens, man. Everybody gets called a bitch one time or another, or a son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs>